welcome to Love & Grip. My name is Laia. I'm Justin. And I'm Rachel. And things have changed. A lot, especially since last time we spoke here on Love & Grit. But listen, guys, no need to fear. Love & Grit will continue to be your outlet for connection, inspiration, resources, and yeah, fun at home. We're going to shine a positive spotlight on the things, the love and grit that's going on in Philadelphia right now. And we can't forget, you know, we're the city of brotherly and sisterly love. So we've always had a whole lot of love and we just have a little bit more grit right now. But... Philly is going to be Philly and we're going to keep shining and we're going to get through this. And there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Hey, and if Love and Grit needs to be an example, then let's go. We're up Let, for it. Okay? Let's do it. <laughs> we're going to bring our friends from NBC10 in Philadelphia in and Philly Live, which shines a positive light on Philadelphia. And we'll take a look at good stories going on, the good things people are doing in the community with Anya Lichelle, the host of Philly Live during the podcast. We love Anya. And we also love to eat. So therefore... <laughs> What else we're is there to do right now, friend? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, can cook. we talk about how much we're eating? Oh, goodness. I know. So, yeah, needless to say, there'll be a, a trainer on the show after this. But anyway, no. This <laughs> That's show, a good idea. Right? We give you nothing but the best. And, of course, Philly has some of the best chefs in the world. And so we deliver that today with Top Chef and James Beard nominee, Jennifer Carroll. Okay, so we're keeping the spirit light, and in keeping that spirit light, we're going to do what we always do at the beginning of the show, our lightning round. Yep, a Philly lightning round. Uh, are y'all ready? <laughs> Favorite Philly film movie. That's right, movie that was filmed in Philadelphia. Favorite. Justin, go. Mannequin. Easy. Film to John Bonamaker, oh. the best. Who doesn't fall in love with a mannequin? And it also has the best song at the end. Starship, nothing's gonna stop us now. Baby, we can make it if we're hot Talk to, to heart. That's oh, right. Man. No, he Not did it. He now. did it. No, you did it. You did it for your city. So thank you. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going with Trading Places. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, that was shot, wasn't that shot at the Union League? All over town. Yeah. yeah. All over. Mm -hmm. I had so many that I just picked one and I went with Lee Daniels Shadow Boxer because I remember oh, when he filmed yes. it. That was uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. and Helen Mirren. And you know, he made her smile uh, a lot. And she, it was an interesting blushing. plot. She's blessing. Yes. It was a thriller. It was a lot going on. And I would recommend that for your home viewing at this point if you're to watch Rated R. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm all about this next segment. And Rachel, I know you are finding our inner gourmet chef while we're at home That's with, right. with a so, top chef. Yes, she could use a little help. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yes. She as in Rachel? <laughs> yes, me. She as in me. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to call me out. Don't call me on these streets, okay? I didn't. Your husband did. I'm You're sorry. not in the streets. You're in the house. I'm in the house. We're joined now in Love and Grit by Jennifer Carroll from Top Chef and Philadelphia's Spice Finch. How you doing, Jen? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. Thank you. What is going on? What are you doing? <laughs> well, I am sitting at home, not in my restaurant or in my commissary kitchen because of the coronavirus. So I've been quarantined at home with myself, my fiance, and my little bunnies. <laughs> but um, luckily enough, I have basically a whole restaurant behind me that I get to work with and do some R&D and be creative and have some fun at home. So some of us, well, I'm talking about myself right now. I'm forced, <laughs> I'm forced to cook much more than ever before. 
So I'm going to ask you, what's your best cooking secret for quote unquote home chefs? An easy and quick tip to actually get to elevate like any dish that you're doing is to add spice to it. So instead of just using like plain old salt and pepper, one of my favorite spices is Berber spice, which it's like a new trending spice, but it's been around forever and ever. It's from Morocco and West Africa. We use it at Spice Finch a lot, but it has tons of different flavors in it. There's paprika, smoked paprika, coriander, fenugreek, garlic, ginger, turmeric. There's basically like 30 different spices in it. Sweet and spicy and smoky, everything all at once. And it is super delicious. So find Berber spice, get it online. I put it on vegetables, yogurt. I put it on chicken, everything, eggs, potatoes. Put it on your cheesesteak. We did a lobster roll and put it on that. It's kind of like we like to refer to it as the better old bay. Oh, I like that. <laughs> are you and your fiance, are you testing out new recipes while you're home together? We're trying to do new recipes, but we have gotten a little creative because, you know, so we're just like, all right, we're just going to take this and mash it up and see if it works. Um, this is something successful. Are you so making the bunnies taste it? <laughs> the I'm bunnies are really picky. Jennifer, do you have a favorite meal that you like to eat? Because I'm curious what you ate for breakfast this morning. Well, I... Love coffee. <laughs> so I, you drank. I, I drank my breakfast this morning of my own like homemade cold brew. But I usually eat for breakfast, I eat oatmeal or we eat potatoes and eggs and onions a lot lately because that's what we have in the house. I do love like chia pudding and like fruits, but my favorite meal is probably dessert because I love to snack and I have a sweet tooth and anything that has tasty cakes, I will eat any time of the day. We're talking to someone, of course, from Top Chef and a James Beard nominee. <laughs> I'm an oatmeal head and I'm just interested in what your oatmeal situation is like. Like, are you, of course, you don't do instant, right? Because that's like... Hey, when I'm at my parents' house, I grew up on instant oatmeal and like the maple brown sugar, that's what we ate. And that's fine with me. If you like it, you like it. Oh, it takes a okay. minute, it's a minute 20 in the microwave. <laughs> and you can use... <laughs> if you don't want to use butter, like you can use oat milk, you can use almond milk if you're like dairy-free and you want to still get like that creaminess. So really like you have multiple options with oatmeal and you can add so more maple, true. you can add pomegranate molasses to it. Somebody like, just gave right me a tip. Now. Apple juice. Oh, that's a Instead really of good water, tip. Jennifer. That is a really good tip. <laughs> this is not how I, I expected this to, to go. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Justin. <laughs> Justin, you've been very quiet. <laughs> With these two, it's hard to get a word in edgewise. Jen, I know you have a GoFundMe for your workers at Spice Finch. This is a tough time for the restaurant industry. It's really, it's so like gut-wrenching right now. I've had to lay off around 80 employees with Spice Finch and with Carol Couture Cuisine. And right now there's a, on a GoFundMe, it's the Spice Finch Relief Fund. So please go there and donate. It's been up for probably a week or two. I'm doing everything that I can, trying to keep up with policy, trying to follow the news, which is just overwhelming. And I'm working with the James Beard Foundation that has set up multiple grants for employees and restaurant owners, because there's not much out there for business owners right now on how we're going to be able to get open. And so that's jamesbeard.org forward slash release that you can go to. I'm also working with a lot of local Philadelphia chefs, you know, Mark Betri and Nicole Marquis. They started up safephillyrestaurants.com. And if you go to that, there's a petition there that you can sign. So please go and sign that. And we are begging our 
policy or changers, our Congress and our mayor, our senators to really give us a voice and stand up for us so we get the funds that we need, that we get rent abatement, that we get payroll forgiveness and tax forgiveness. We need all of that in order to reopen because we tried to do delivery for a couple of days at Spice Finch and Takeout, but it honestly was not financially sustainable. And we were looking out also for the health of our workers as well. And so we decided to cut it off. We sold what we could with our perishables. We packed up, cleaned up and shut down because we don't know how long we're going to be shut down for. And we gave the rest of our produce and our dairy and all of that stuff, we gave it all to our team members. They came in, they picked up their last check and they basically went grocery shopping and took whatever they, whatever they could with them. So it's, you know, in the restaurant industry, our margins are 8% profit at the most. And we live week to week as an owner. And when we don't have the funds coming in just to keep the lights on and the doors open and pay the bills, the gas, you know, all of that costs money right there. And rent is not cheap. So now that we've pushed out most of our inventory to reopen, rebuy all of that stuff, because we were also allowed to sell beer and wine to go. So now we have to buy all of that stuff again. Mm -hmm. And so besides paying our bills, we now have to re-up, rehire back all of our employees, redo all of the paperwork, even though they were furloughed. Like there's so much that goes into it that it's just, it's overwhelming. And to think about who else it affects besides just myself, my partners, everybody that is on the Spice Finch team and the Carol Couture Cuisine, but our PR, our accounting firms, all of our farmers, the fishermen, our vendors, everybody is really feeling the ripple effects. And it's small businesses in general that really just need the help and need voices like yours to help promote it and to get people to sign the petition to help us. So right now, that's the plan of action, because I always like a good call to action. SavePhillyRestaurants.com, sign the petition. What are you doing to keep your sanity? Mm-hmm. All of that was a lot, what you just said. You're responsible for a uh, lot. Like- well, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing that is keeping me sane or keeping me laughing is my fiance, Billy. He's downloaded TikTok and... He is just, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say entertaining me or annoying me. It's really <laughs> so runs the border. <laughs> He's really been trying to keep the situation light because he sees me just inundated with emails and phone calls and all of that. So he's been really helping me keep a positive outlook and trying to make me do stretches and yoga and work out because I definitely don't do that enough and yelling at me to go to sleep because I don't sleep enough. So he's really been Yay, trying Billy. to keep me in line. Yeah. You know, a good snuggle with one of my rabbits is always is always Aww. good too. <laughs> like a, like a she, has, she has oh, her yeah. bunnies. Yeah. How many rabbits you have, Jennifer? There's three. Their names are Turkey, Pickle, and Little Joni. <laughs> and <laughs> Turkey and Pickle are really little. They're about like one and a quarter pound. And then Joni wow. is, she's a big girl. She's like the size of a cat and she's probably around five pounds. Uh, they're all different colors. One's brown, one's black and white, and one's brown and white. That's such yeah, a throwback. I love it. You don't <laughs> see people who have uh, rabbits as pets like you used to. Yeah, it's no, fun. it's good. <laughs> hey, Jen, tell everybody where we can follow you on social media. And we'll, of course, link to everything you mentioned on the Love and Grit page of visitphilly.com. But tell us where we can find you on social. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you search for at Chef Jen Carroll. 
It's the same link everywhere, so please find me there. And I have all information up about the James Beard, really fun, safe Philly restaurants, really fun, and Spice Punch, really fun. And you can also follow along and see me on Top Chef, the new season that's on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Wait, so, so is this is this like your fourth season? It's like my thousand. Right. That's <laughs> wow. amazing because all of those challenges <laughs> seems like it's absolutely grueling, but you keep coming and keep doing a great job. Let me just ask, I, I don't get to ask this question enough. But what is it about top chefs in Philadelphia? Because there are so many amazing top chefs from Philadelphia. I think it's us fighting because Top Chef hasn't filmed in our city yet. So it's us trying to make them come film with us. You know, we have two winners. We have Kevin Spraga and Nick Elman. Yeah, who's right. won. You know, Philadelphia Film Office. Bravo, NBC, let's get it together yeah. and bring Top Chef to us in Philly. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Well, now it's time for some good news. You guys ready? Yep. Our good news segment with Anya Lachelle from NBC10. She's the host of Philly Live, which Visit Philly is proud to be a part of. Anya, welcome. Hey, hey guys. Welcome. How you doing? So happy to see you virtually. So happy to be here virtually. This is cool. I've never done something like this. Neither have we. So thanks for working <laughs> with us from our homes. <laughs> Tell everybody about your Philadelphia story. Oh, my goodness. Well, Philadelphia is my story. I'm born and raised in this city. I grew up here. I went to school here, went to uh, high school at Franklin Learning Center, went to college at Westchester University. My family, they founded a school called Porter's Daycare and Educational Center. And I went there when I was an infant all the way up to third grade. So Philly is me. I am Philly. And it's just an honor to be able to have this platform now in my own city, sharing stories about my city, what makes it so great and why everyone else thinks it's great too. So while Philly Live is on hiatus, you're covering positive stories in the community. And yes, we, that's right. Laia, what was your favorite? Oh, I love the young guys who created the song to wash your hand. Hand wash. Hey. Yes. Hand wash. Hey. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that story. Yes, it was a group of high school teens from inner city Philadelphia. They attend the R.W. Brown Community Center's after school program, which is also run by the Caring People Alliance. And so the after school program was tasked with creating a song to encourage people to wash their hands. Now, this was before all the businesses and schools shut down, but it was also at the very beginning of the coronavirus pandemic as it was making its way to the U.S. They were challenged to write this song. And so the boys were the only ones in the entire program to take on the challenge. And so they decided to create a rap song, which they've never done before. They've never dabbled in rap or music or anything like that. And so they actually called on another friend who has some experience with doing that. And so they created a song called Hand Wash. Hey kids, you better learn. This is how you kill a dirty germ. Hold up, hand wash. There's a hand wash. Put up hand wash. Unfortunately, the center had to temporarily shut down before the boys got a chance to film a music video for their song. That was really interesting to watch you do the piece via FaceTime iPad because you couldn't actually interview the boys in person. No. That must be an interesting experience now doing all these interviews via FaceTime and iPad. I, I mean, honestly, all of this, it's such a huge adjustment because it's so mm -hmm. different from what I do on Philly Live. Philly Live is an entertainment show. We have live guests on. We do longer packages than you would see in the news, more creative with editing and writing and music. And so now having to work in news, my role has completely shifted during this time. Mm -hmm. I'm acting as a news reporter. I'm out in the field with one of our amazing photographers, Sam Dunn. And, you know, we're running 
and gun and returning two packages a day. I know. Staying six feet away. away, (laughs) Practicing social distancing. So I think it's very interesting to see just how media is sort of adjusting to all of this that's going on. We're seeing more of those FaceTime interviews and these Zoom conference calls. The technology is amazing. I really feel like five years ago, we wouldn't have had like the broadband to do what we're doing now. Let me ask you this, since you know, this is great because this is going to be a continuous segment that you do here where you're bringing us good news, especially when we need it most now. How easy or challenging has it been to go out and find these stories? It's definitely been a challenge finding stories, finding organizations or people who are still able to give back and help out while keeping their distance. And then just even figuring out ways to tell that story is a challenge in itself because... You know, I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I don't want to do a FaceTime interview for every interview. Uh, luckily, there have been some people who we've been able to meet up with in person while keeping our distance. And it's so funny. I have a picture. We have to put the microphone on a selfie stick. And so I'm holding the selfie stick, extending it as long as it can go while doing this interview with people. But it's all, it's very challenging. To me. But like- the good thing is there are a lot of people who are stepping up who are taking the initiative, who are giving back to the community. And it's those stories that we have to do our due diligence to find and still tell those stories. And it's nice. It's nice to see that there's those feel good stories, but then you also see people are being innovative, creative, and you know, you're doing a lot more at home as well. Even looking at people's Instagram accounts and you're seeing Mm -hmm. tutorials, you know, even if we looked at your Instagram account, it's like, (laughs) oh, is that how I get that eyeshadow popping? Okay. (laughs) I'm so glad that you brought up Instagram, though, because that's another thing that we're seeing is taking off social media challenges. They were a big thing before, a big trend before, but I think people are using them and participating in them now more than ever. We're seeing some unlikely users now join in on these challenges and TikTok, the DJ live sessions on Instagram live. Oh, yeah. People are using social media right now. I love it. How about how we even managed to take your show, which is on hiatus and move it to Facebook for the weekends to do live Facebook segments. It's really exciting. I love that. And I can't wait for Philly Live weekends. I think that's definitely something that people are going to be able to interact with from their homes. Tell people where they can follow you on social media. Yes. So you can follow me at Anya Lachelle on everything. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm there. I am also going to be making a TikTok this weekend. I can't wait. I'm going to put my first TikTok out. Do you know what your first challenge is? (laughs) You know, I love to dance. If you've ever seen Philly Live, I'm always dancing on Philly Live. So definitely a dance challenge. I don't know if I want to give it away, but maybe I will. I'm thinking about doing the Savage Challenge. I don't know. All that. You gotta gotta have like five different outfits for that though, Anya. I know, I know. Recently, you had a challenge for the anchors at the station, I remember seeing as well. Yes, I did. So there's a new challenge called Hashtag 24 Hours. I've only seen females do it. I haven't seen guys mm-hmm. partake in it yet. But basically, the idea behind the challenge is to promote self-love and female empowerment. And so basically, it prompts you to post a picture of yourself in your Instagram story, which again, the stories only last for 24 hours. So you post a picture of yourself in your Instagram story, and you're tagging 10 other women who you want to do the same. It's choosing a photo of themselves where they feel empowered the most, you know, like this is the best photo of me and I want to share it with you. So I challenge all the NBC 10 and Telemundo 62 females 
female talent, post their own photo, and then continue by tagging 10 other women. Love it. I love that. (laughs) Thanks for coming in. We're going to keep talking to you throughout this, and you keep bringing us positive stories. Yes, I'm looking forward to it again. Yes, we are in the midst of a pandemic, but at the same time, people need to remember that there's still hope. We are all in this together, together apart, together social distance, whatever the case is. The bottom line is to remember that we're all in this together. So you should never feel alone throughout this entire process. There's always somebody that you can reach out to, even if it's virtually. (laughs) We're all here for each other. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening because you too are a part of Love and Grit. We're going to continue to give you good stories and good feelings and good time. And good people. And don't forget, Love and Grit, it's in Philly's DNA. So we've got this. Keep washing your hands, please. Please. (laughs) Yes, Justin says it with a smile. I say it like, wash your hands. Thank you. See y'all we'll next time. We'll do this all together. <laughs> we'll wash our hands together. Thank you, guys.